pacemakers, not your typical run-of-the-mill stories. We're putting a spotlight on movers and shakers from everyday heroes, social stars to A-list celebs, and what's going down on campus. That's right. Every now and again, you find an artist who's able to really just blur the lines of music. This particular artist's music is a blur between rap and a variety of dance styles, including house, quieto. I literally really struggle to even explain their kind of music. Uh, Afro-electro slash rap kind of vibe. Absolutely incredible. Uh, has performed at South Africa's most popular music festivals, but also something that fascinates me so much is how they have gone global and even toured in Germany, Switzerland and France. They're having an incredible year this year. Let me let you in on who's on the show tonight. Mix Blouse on Five Nights. You are so incredible, and I'm so glad that you're finally on the show, my word. Thank you so much for having me. Haven't you known me since I was like a baby? (laughs) (laughs) And it's so funny. I've been thinking about that all the way here. Like, probably when you were like 13, 14? I think even younger. Yeah. It must have been even younger than that. Okay, yeah, because I was 13, 14. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You see, I literally was probably about like six, seven. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely incredible. And then it becomes really fascinating when somebody that you know personally literally like becomes a star you're like oh what's on? <laughs> I mean I remember bumping into you at like your great day in Kitchener's in Bramfontein there was just like yeah. a time around 2015 2016 right. where Bram was just a vibe and I was just like what is going on you are you're, you're becoming a superstar do you look at your career and you cannot believe where you're at right now or you feel like it's one of those things that you'd still you're still building because I know a lot of people are very humble about where they're at yeah. when it comes to their career do you feel like you're still building I definitely feel like I'm still building mm. you know um, I'm also an alternative music artist mm. so which is not something that's very usual um, in the South African space um, so I mean, a lot of what I've been doing over the years is learning and also just finding my sound. Yeah. Um, like you were saying, it's like a, a mix of different genres. Um, and I've been at it about for, for about five, six years yeah. now. And only now am I in a space where I'm like, okay, I think this is the sound. And only now do I also see people responding in a way that they haven't been responding before. When you do something different, which is exactly what you did five, six years ago, I think only now there's a lot more alternative artists that people are tapping into. 100%. Uh, the world is gravitating towards it as well. Lots of global people are paying attention mm. to you guys. And so like South Africa's waking up as well. And, right. And, and, and they're I mean, also that, mixing and, genres. And here's the thing. There are a lot of um, alternative music artists actually in South Africa. Mm. It's just like the spaces don't exist for people to to be exposed to the public to be seen and all of that but I think that is something that is changing and like I said like for me only now am I feeling like people are starting to understand what I'm doing what <laughs> is it that's making the space change is it the festivals that are saying hey come perform here or what does it take to open up space for alternative you artists? know what honestly I would say my experience is social media really honestly I think um how I've been exposed to other artists that I don't hear on the radio, that I don't see on TV, South African artists that I think are amazing, mm. has really been through social mm. media. Um, if it wasn't for social media, I really don't think someone like me would be able to exist. Yeah. 
I can't remember what the world was like before social know, media, but crazy. I kind of I kind of assume like it was really difficult for people to penetrate. So how were you sharing your music when you started? Were you uh, SoundCloud vibes? One hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know I had to mix and master music. Oh I just threw that stuff on on SoundCloud. Yeah. And the guy I was working with at the time is like, Sandizo, you need to mix and master this. And I'm like, what are you talking about? What is that? We've got a song. Let's put it on SoundCloud. That's it. You were like piano uh, artists right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I know, I know. I said it. Yeah, I did. Oh, but it's such a beautiful time in music at the moment with everyone kind of, I like to call it genre bending. Exactly. Mm. Genre bending. Mm. I, I actually call myself a genre bender. I love that. Yeah, I love like, that. That's yeah. exactly what I do. When you were doing it back then, and like you say, people not knowing what you are doing, where did you find that inspiration? When did Mix Blouse decide, this is who I am, this is what I'm about. Some people won't understand it. Mm-hmm. They won't get it. I might not even get booked, yeah. but I'm going to put my exactly. unmastered music on <laughs> SoundCloud. Where were you getting that inspiration from? I mean, were you consuming a lot of alternative artists from overseas? I mean, I've always consumed alternative music. Like, okay. I, I, it's, it's, it's a preference of mine. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, when I started... It was discovering other South African artists that I consider alternative, mm. like discovering Abo. I remember at the time there was Bushi Pansula, yes. um, Ducky Fiction, who mm. are still releasing music oh, yes. as well. So finding those people was like, oh, okay, maybe there is a community somewhere yes. here. So it, it was kind, it kind of gave me confidence as well to be like, okay. I don't have to quote unquote sell out. I can just continue yes. doing what I'm doing. It's going to be tough. That's one thing I've never been delusional about. Okay. The fact that um, making the music that I do, I would suddenly become this massive star. I mm. knew it was going to be a, a, a tough road. Mm. It still is. Mm. Um, but it's what I enjoy. It's what I like. Yeah. yeah. You know? Uh, did, did, did you ever get people talking about it being a tough road when you start talking to other musicians, other artists, record label people where they told you, it's not going to work out. Listen, I, I mean, I still hear that. I still hear yeah. people saying, we don't know where, where to place you. I mean, people are polite about it. Mm. We don't know where to place your music. We, we don't know what's, you know, like there's always some sort of story story or barrier <laughs> or whatever yeah. it is um sure. but, but you know you just keep it moving. but you are breaking barriers because also congratulations you have <laughs> an entire billboard at times square new york at the moment i saw it today <laughs> How crazy. That is so epic. I mean, we were talking off air and you were telling me that you didn't even know. Like, I got the email this morning with the picture and I'm just like, oh my God, this is so crazy. And yo, I mean, I think the first person, South African artist I saw on a billboard, um, at Times Square. Like at Times Square. I think it was either Nomfundo Mo or Sio, one of the two. Mm. And I remember at the time, I think I tweeted this actually. I was like, Sandy, so there is no way that's going to happen for you. So just forget about it. Yeah. And the crazy part is that it's hardly two years later. That's crazy. And this just happened. I'm just like, 
Oh my God, the universe works in funny ways. It is so crazy. We're going to talk about you going global because that is part of you blurring those lines, breaking those boundaries. It is you going global as well. The fact that you are able to tour overseas every now and again, I think for me is absolutely fantastic. And that South Africans are catching on and supporting you as well. And that's why I'm so glad that you could be on Five Nights tonight. Mixed Blouse on Five Nights. So as you can see, you've got some coasters lined up, mm-hmm. one to five. And when I say flip a coaster, you are going to flip a coaster, my friend. Okay. Are you ready? Got it. Okay, coaster number one. Let's do it. Glow Global. Glow Global. Uh, first of all, you are the Spotify Glow uh, Artist of the Month. There's been a bit massive spotlight on you, and hence this billboard of you that is at Times Square in New York, which is absolutely incredible. But I was thinking about the the places that you've toured and the places mm-hmm. that you've performed. You know, Germany, Switzerland, France. There's been so many places that you've gone. Tell me about going global and like what that experience has been like for you being able to literally cross borders yeah. and uh, perform in spaces that you probably never imagined you'd perform at. Yeah, when I, I mean, it, 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 it was really just incredible. Yeah. Um, the last tour while ended in July this year. Yeah. Um, and I played at Munich Pride in Germany. Yeah. And oh, yes. I remember seeing images of that. That was beautiful. Yeah. So when yeah. I stepped on stage, I didn't know it was such a massive thing. Yeah. On stage, I'm like, oh my god, this is a lot of people. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and then later on, um, when I was reading just like newspapers a day after the show and all of that, they reported that there was 28,000 people there. Oh my word. I was like, this is insane. Oh my word. And you played that? And oh I my played word. There. That was oh. so crazy. But also I got to play small clubs, mm. intimate shows as well. I got to play at a techno festival, oh my which words. was insane. Oh my word! Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's just been incredible. Also, just like seeing the difference between how people respond to the music in Europe versus in South Africa. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, I don't know what it is. Is it a fetishization? Oh. <laughs> I don't know. But like, I mean, they seem really interested. Yeah. Like, um, maybe I'm exotic there. Yes, <laughs> you know yes, what I mean? Yes, yes. Um, so, I mean, it was fun. I mm. also got to make a lot of friends, um, a lot of people that I'd like to work with. Um, Are people very and, open to that, to collaborating? 100%. I mean, I found myself in studios with people that I've just met. Sure. <laughs> that side, you yeah. know. Um, obviously... It's, it's now about, okay, is it working or is it not? Because sometimes it's just fun to be with musicians in that the studio. <laughs> it doesn't have to come to, to anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, keeping those conversations open. How, I've always just wondered when artists start getting booked at clubs and, uh, you know, festivals overseas, how that actually works. Mm-hmm. Is there someone internationally one day that gives you a call and says, listen, <laughs> do you want to come to Europe? Or that do you have to do the work? That is literally how the first show happened for yeah. me. This was back in 2018. Yes. I literally, this is after I posted my first um, five songs, I would say, yeah. on SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. And someone said, hi, I work at a club in Yo. Berlin. Would you like to come over and play? And I was like, what, what? do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> is this human trafficking? <laughs> you know? 
Um, and I don't have a manager. I still don't. Oh, wow. I still don't have a manager. I don't have a, a booking agent, nothing. I do everything myself. Mm. So what I did is I told this guy, I was like, listen, Germany is far, man. If I come over there, I'd better have a couple of gigs. Yes. Do you know people in other cities that oh, I can speak to? okay. So he gave me a couple of contacts, people to speak to in different cities because you're not allowed to play in the same city within the space of two weeks. Oh, wow. Um, That's hectic. Yeah, right? Um, so I went to four other cities in Germany. Oh, wow. In that, on that first tour. What do you think that creates? Like not, not uh, being allowed to play at the same city in a space of two weeks. What, what, what do you think? Does that create like a bit of a people want more from you? I mean, I think it's just a strategy from the promoters. Okay. To, it's if like you've brought an international artist to your city and another club has them within that space, you're risking people not coming to your party. Right? Okay, got it all. Yeah. So they're like literally working together. Exactly. What's another festival you'd really love to play at? Like now that you've stepped into that territory, you're starting to get, uh, you know, bookings uh, overseas. What is like your dream festival? Oh my God. Um, Sure. Is Coachella a dream for alternative artists? 100 percent okay i mean i can see they've got different stages oh they've got different stages yeah yes. and all of that so yeah. i mean you could absolutely find yourself yeah. find yourself there. i mean i definitely love to play yeah. at coachella yeah um south by southwest oh um sure why am i tomorrowland? going tomorrow land oh, 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 <laughs> i mean i got to play at fusion festival which is huge where's fusion in, festival in berlin mm. That was the techno club, te techno festival okay. I was talking about earlier. Okay. That was probably one of the most insane experiences I've had in my life. <laughs> really? Yeah, 100%. Because I also stayed there at the festival. Oh. Um, and like I was due to perform on Sunday morning at yeah. like 1 a.m. Sure. I arrived on Friday and I just stayed jolling. Party, <laughs> you know, did you even have the energy Jordan? Sunday at one? I really did. <laughs> I really did. I think it was that much fun. Yeah. And I stayed for two days after as well. How do the people in Europe respond to music that they don't know? Like to artists they don't know? Because I find that in Mzansi, we respond to what we know. Do you know what I mean? Like it's 100%. very hard for us to like be excited about music we've never heard before. Yeah. Um, what's the reception like overseas? Do they jam a lot even if I, they might not I, know your music? I think that is the one massive difference mm. between there and here. Like yeah. people are really open to stuff. Mm. People want to support you when you're mm. on stage. But I've also played, I think it's different. Like in, in Germany, that was my experience. Yeah. In France as well. France was amazing because I saw a lot of black people. <laughs> <laughs> Like, okay, it feels like home. <laughs> I saw a lot of black people, uh, many of whom I couldn't talk to. I'm actually using Duolingo now to, to learn French because okay. I, I kind of talk to my people. Exactly, in France, exactly, you know I mean? exactly. Um, but in Switzerland, people were dead quiet. Oh, my word. Didn't Beyonce struggle in Switzerland as well? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know, but like mm. it, it, people were dead quiet. Like there'd be one person in the audience bopping along, but they were dead quiet. And I was like, well, that was a lousy show. And then I went to smoke outside. Yeah. Literally everyone wanted to talk to me. Oh, wow. So they have a different way of appreciating. Okay. Is what I, is what I learned. Okay, um, okay, okay. But it was quite 
it was kind of okay. yeah this is this is strange <laughs> am, am i doing fine <laughs> i think beyonce had a very similar experience in switzerland i think yeah. the show was like really different uh what's it like in the different cities in south africa do you find that there's a difference between you being in Joburg versus cape town versus durban does it I, feel different i do i, I mean I, I love Joburg. i'm a Joburger myself but uh, Joburgers are very um closed off to things they don't know uppity <laughs> uppity it's yes. a little bit uppity yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i found i performed twice in durban i found that people were really responding okay and being supportive okay in cape town i think that's where i started so there's a lot of co- mm. com- support from the community that mm. i started with mm. so i don't know whether to inter oh actually i'm lying i played a gig in Cape Town three weeks ago and people were vibing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that always feels like for someone, like for a long time, I even thought you are originally from Cape Town. A lot of people think I still live in Cape Town. <laughs> yes. No, guys. <laughs> I literally moved to Cape Town for five years it, and came back to Joe. It literally feels like you are <laughs> Cape Townian. I mean, I remember even thinking when we were trying to arrange this interview and I'm like, oh my goodness, are they going to be in Joburg? No. You know, are they flying to, to, to Joburg for the interview? This is I, incredible. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is I do that makes people feel like yeah. I still live in Cape Town. I don't, That's guys. That's crazy. I've been back in Joburg since before pandemic. Oh my <laughs> word. Oh my goodness. What was that time like for you? The pandemic? Yeah. Oh God! As a creative, um, you know, like the single I released a month ago, like mm. Icon, feels mm. like a comeback single mm. in a way. Definitely, because COVID career crashed, baby. Sure. Like everything just went dead, and it was so crazy because I had just come back from Switzerland, mm. and I performed at Lighthouse Festival, um, in Newtown. Mm. And I had a booking for Boiler Room, which was going to have a festival in Joburg later that year. I had a trip planned to France. Like, things were just happening. And then I got home. I think I was at Lighthouse Festival. And then after that, the news came out Mm. that the president is shutting the country down. Mm. Initially, I was just like, well, you know, it's It's going to be... It's three weeks. It's three weeks, you know. (laughs) And then the emails started coming in. Mm. All the cancellations. Sure. All the cancellations. And that's your bread and butter. It's music. Aish. Mm. All the cancellations were happening. And then eventually everything just seriously crashed. Sure. Where it was like, okay, maybe I need to find work as a writer again. Yeah. Which I did. Mm. Um, And I only really came back to music this year. Sure. <laughs> so did you not feel creatively inspired to make music I mean, time? I was. I okay. was. I made a lot of music. Okay. Um, a lot of stuff that I'm probably not going to release anymore. Really? Yeah. Different space that you were in. Different space that I was in. Different sound. Okay. Um, there's one song that I will release. Okay. Um, it's called Perfect Strange. I'm yeah. actually releasing that next month. It was literally a song I wrote about missing going to the club. <laughs> I was like, I miss going to the club and flirting with strangers. Oh, listen. <laughs> flirting with strangers, kissing strangers, all of it. You know what? Talking about music, talking about music, actually, you released Icon uh, like a month ago, right? A month right? ago, yeah. A month ago. I'm going to jam it right now. Mix Blast on Five Nights. Turn this up. This one's called Icon. 
After this, we're getting the lowdown about the making of the track. This is exactly what's amazing about having the artist in studio. My kind of vibe. Honey, my <laughs> kind of vibe. Congratulations on the release of Icon. Thank you. I Tell me about it. it. What were you thinking when you were in studio? How did it come about? Icon. Hmm. So I almost actually lost this track because the, the, the producer I'm working with, Drones, um, sent me the, like, the beat. And I was like, well, this, is, this is weird. I don't know. I can't do this. I mean, I could feel that it's a nice beat. Yeah. But I was like, this is just not, it's not what I'm doing. Really? Sorry, I like the beat, but nah. And then I had an edible. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, the music sounded different. I had an edible and I was sitting on my back balcony and I'm listening to the track. I don't yes. know why I listened to the track. Yes. But then the lyrics started coming. Mm. Lyrics started, well, the melody started coming. And, and then eventually I'm like, okay, then I, I suppose I need a story to tell. Mm. Um, and I think, well, the message behind Icon really mm. is just like realizing, coming to realize that I am different. Yeah. And I probably don't fit into a lot of spaces. Mm. But it's time for me to own that and be like, Whoever vibes with this vibes with it. Whoever doesn't doesn't. Oh. But I can't change myself for other people. That's basically what the song is about. Is. And, um, and all of that came while I was high on my balcony. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, the animals did the things. <laughs> I'm telling you now they did. Well, right now we're gonna get into coaster number Ooh, yeah. two. Okay, coaster number two. Yep. Five second rule. Five second rule. So this is you having to answer some questions about yourself. I promise. It's not a quiz. Okay. Questions about yourself in five seconds. Cool. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Three creatives you look up to. Who? Atipata Hoga. Uh-huh. Kelela. Did I lose? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you know what? I realized I cheated. So I'm going to start your clock again. Okay. Three creatives you look up to. Atipata <laughs> Hoga. Kelela. Uh, <laughs> tell, tell me about those two because I've, I've never heard of them. So Atipacha Huga is probably one of the most revered young South African um, artists. Okay. Um, he, he makes sculptures. Okay, beautiful. He makes tapestries. Um, Ati shows all over the world. Mm. Ati lives in the Eastern Cave. Yeah. And um, I just love the work because it's just so subversive. Mm. And I'm checking out their work now. Yeah. Oh my word. Yeah, like it's beautiful. Whoa. And it's also just beautiful to lo- look at. And I just love like the world that he creates mm. within, within that, you know mm. what I mean? Within the work. Um, and then Kelela mm-hmm. is someone I look up to because I discovered Kelela's music in 2014. Wow. And um, Kelela's music for me felt like R&B yeah. with a lot of the alternative sounds that I'm into. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is possible. Yes. So she kind of sparked oh, that idea man. that I could actually That's beautiful. make something yes. of my own. Yeah. And she continues to inspire me. Where I do think you... she has the best R&B album this year. Really? 100%. I'm checking her, uh, her out right now. She's also got a really dope aesthetic. Kelela, amazing. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, oh, <laughs> you are putting me on. You are putting the Put Five Nights fam on. on. I yeah. love it. Thank you. <laughs> Three tracks. Mm-hmm. 
that you wish you made? Any genre, any era. Oh no, as you cannot. You cannot do this to me. As an artist, okay, you can <sighs> give me one song. You listen to the song. See, one makes it more difficult. But one song, any genre, any era. That I wish I wrote. That you wish you wrote. You wish you were the artist that made that song. Like it gives you creative envy. Can I say? Can I say what it is? Tell me, Lauren Hill. Tell him, Lauren Hill. Which one is that one by Lauren Hill? Tell wait. him. Um, wait, you're gonna have to sing it. <laughs> I don't know how to sing. <laughs> I'm a rapper. Wait, I don't know how to Lauren sing. Hill. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> Uh, you because you're going old school now. So is it? Uh, it's not on the. Tell them is on Miss Education. Is it? It's track number fourteen. Okay, no, 14. then I know it. Then of course I know it. Tell him it will be alright. Yeah, yeah. No, something wait. like that. I think I found it. Hold on. It's it's a good track. Yeah. Okay, it definitely is. It's yeah, it's definitely on Miss Education of Lauren Hill. It's yeah. been twenty five years of that album. I can't believe it. Right. <laughs> I remember how I discovered that album. Really? How did you discover it? My dad, loser. <laughs> <laughs> left me alone at his apartment. Oh I was probably like 10 years old or something. I can't remember. Because yeah, this is 98. Well, I didn't discover her in 98. Oh, okay. So um, it's a little like bit later. A little bit later. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and then I was looking through his CD rack, which I wasn't allowed to do. <laughs> yes. And the cover just captivated me. Yes. I don't. I didn't know what I was looking at. I remember I, it was orange, now with her it, hair. It was like. Oh, brown. You remember our discs were brown. Our discs like yes, wood. Yes. So it was like her face was carved into the wood. Yes. Remember that. Yes. And then I played it, and I was like, That's exactly it. What's going on in my ears? <laughs> And I still go back to it. Oh, I love that album. You've always think, loved music. I love Lauren Hill. Like, I don't skip any of her tracks. Yeah. And tell him it's just that one because it, it speaks about speaks about um, being secure. Yeah. And it speaks about love. It speaks about it's just so deep. See, on that note of a, it an album it that you can listen to back to back, that's what I want to know now. Three albums that you can listen to over and over and over again, except Lauren Hill. Oh no! Except Lauren Hill. <laughs> so Lauren Hill's out of so. this one. <laughs> <laughs> Why Ungenza so? Three albums only, or even one. That you can listen to back to back. Your five seconds starts you now. You know what? I tend to blank when these things happen. <laughs> it's so crazy. Raven Kilela right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you did say it's the best album of 2023 yes, for you. Okay, yes, best r and album. <laughs> Three places you always find inspiration. Ah, uh, when I'm running. Okay. Um, when I'm out in the mountains. Mm -hmm. or when I'm swimming. Okay, running, swimming, and out in the mountains. So you're pretty, you're pretty active. I try to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These are things I love doing, but yes. I don't get a chance to do them. Uh, I, well, I run every morning, so yes. that's okay. Okay. Um, but swimming and hiking is stuff that I when you get the tend chance. to do when I'm in Cape Town. Okay. And often I go to the Eastern Cape to my friends who live there. Okay. And they live in a rural area. Oh, so. that's beautiful. Um, I can do all of those things. But in Joburg, I... Uh, oh. And I think that's why it's important for us to escape the city every now and again for that peace and 100%. calm and quiet, right? It's so important. 100%. You've traveled quite extensively. What are three places you would love to go back to? So three places you would love to visit again. 
Definitely Vietnam, definitely Germany, definitely Thailand. Nice. You see, the, the travel ones are <laughs> shit. It's the it's music ones. Yeah. Do. Look, the music ones got you confused because I think you consume so much music. I really do. I'm actually, like, I'm always blown away at how much stuff there is to listen yeah, to. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. All right, here's your last one for five second rule. Three crazy things that are on your bucket list. Things you've just got to do or take off. They don't have to be crazy, but it's the stuff that you want to do. Maybe it could be a festival you want to play, um, or it could be shark cage diving or something Damn. like that. I okay. love seeing you think on your feet. It's so <laughs> hilarious. It's entertaining. Three, two, one. <laughs> well, I'd love to see all of Asia, and okay. I would love... <laughs> <laughs> see what I mean? You are so bad at this game. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Like, anything that has to do with being timed, I'm terrible at. Oh, you are... So bad at this game. So you'd love to travel all of Asia? Okay, that's a good one. I would. Ooh. Like, the first time I went there, I was just, like, blown away by the yes. food. Yeah, yeah. And it was so cheap. Yeah. I'm like, I could do this. I could do this. With my little coins that I have. Mm. Um, so it's the one place in the world that I'd love to see. But I also want to see South America. Like, those two continents, okay. like, fascinate me. Yeah, yeah. Um, have you been to Japan by any chance yet? Because I you have, seem like somebody that would love Japan. I haven't. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Yeah. One of my relationships went <laughs> yes. sour uh-huh. because the person I was supposed to go with didn't pitch for oh, our my. visa appointment oh, my word. and I was like you know what <laughs> this relationship is over <laughs> you do not care about my traveling plans <laughs> you know so I couldn't go to Japan on my own because we planned this trip together oh my word so I took I like I got refunds for everything the hotel the flights and everything no and that's how I ended up in Vietnam actually oh wow because I was like let me just go to Asia anyway did you make it a solo trip yeah, it became a solo so trip. So after a breakup, you went on a solo trip? I went on a solo trip and it ended up being like two and a half months of just wow. like wandering about that in is Asia. <laughs> that feels like such a healing journey that and you went what's, on. What's funny is Eat, that... Pray, love. What's funny is that I posted my first SoundCloud song while I was there. Oh, that's beautiful. Okay, yeah. so something really good came out of that breakup. Something really good. I love really it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Look at me now. Uh, look at me now. We're talking alternative music. We're talking travel we're talking dreams we're talking having a billboard in Times Square in New York right now my mind is still so blown and if my mind is blown <laughs> I can't imagine what you feel like <laughs> I mean I still get goosebumps just talking Yo, about it it is it's so just, insane if you happen to be listening from across the borders of South Africa right now and you are in New York or somewhere close, please go take a photo. Right. <laughs> because and people stream live. To me. Yeah, no. S A N D I Laos on IG or Twitter. Come on. There we go. There we go. We need those pictures of people seeing you in Times Square, New York. Absolutely wild. All right. Coaster number three. Let's do this. Exclusive. Exclusive. So a birdie told me that you got an exclusive for me tonight. Oh? <laughs> yes. I, I do? Yes, you do. Come what, now, please. What's, what's my exclusive? Are you dropping a new song by any chance this Friday? <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't know that was the exclusive. Are you, are you yes, dro- I am. So you're dropping new music. Tell me about the new music you're dropping. I am. It's a song called Love of My Life. Oh. I, I'm calling it L-O-M-L. Yeah. Um, and it's basically a song about um, intimacy in a digital reality, like um, finding connection. How do you make connection um, in this digital reality of ours? Um, but yeah, that's Have you I- struggled? 
I still do. <laughs> I still do. Yeah, honestly, I, f- I feel like there's so much talking that we do on social media. Yeah. Um, that when, when you have people physically in front of you, sometimes I feel like people feel like we already know each other. Yes. And I'm like, we actually don't. Oh, like, we still get need to get to know yeah, each other. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, when does the song drop? On Friday. Yeah. Um, and it's so crazy. Well, I have two songs dropping on Friday. Okay, actually. okay, okay. So, there's also a collaboration with Nanette. Oh, I love Nanette. and wow. Stephen of Kent. Yo, so, yo, all yo, four yo, of us yo, are yo, on yo, this yo. track. We were brought together by Jurex for yes. a campaign of theirs. Oh, but wow. our collaboration is coming out on Friday. Oh. And it's a song called Do Your Thing. Listen, so, you are just yeah. having quite a week, quite a time. Like, <laughs> listen, it's your season. Which mixed blouse is it anyway? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. That is very true. I'm about to trip you up a little bit. So I was a little bit naughty with your music earlier on. Mm-hmm. I took a couple of your tracks and I pressed my fast forward button and I did a little um, remix and I jumbled all your songs together. Okay. And I want to see if you can spot which songs these are. Oh, amazing. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. So I want to see how good you are at spotting your own music. And I'll tell you what, it's literally all your music. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Okay, cool. I'm ready. Okay. Three, two, one. Go. <laughs> you should see your face. You're busy counting. You're listening. You should see your face. You're like, what did you do what? to my song? So you want to hear that again? Um. Okay, which think, ones do you have so far? I think, okay, so I have a broken heart. Yes, it's there. Correct. No match. Yes. Love of my life. Yes. Oh, my word. And I have... Katlela. Yes. And what else? There was one more. I did not pick that one Okay, out. I'm going to play it one more time. But okay. wow, you've done so well. <laughs> I mean, they are your songs. <laughs> what? I, 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 I'm, I'm really struck. <laughs> Can I tell you what you were missing? What have I missing? Icon? Yes. I totally did not yes. catch it at all. Yeah, icons in there somewhere. <laughs> I told you, I was I was I was really messing around with your music that today. I was like, I'm gonna mix so, everything up. That is so <laughs> funny that I didn't catch that. Maybe it's because it's new. Yeah. But I caught love of my life. <laughs> no, you caught everything. That is amazing. You literally go four out of five. Well done. Yay. Not many have been able to do that. <laughs> I've, like, listen, KO's been here, struggled. Ladies, the Mars been here, struggled. Muzi was so confused with his music. He was yeah. like, what have you done to my songs? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for last round. There we go.
Lessons in 60 seconds. So that's uh, when you and I get a little bit serious. Okay. We get a little bit serious. I'm going to play a 60 second countdown and I know you hate being counted down. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to mention a category and you need to let me know the biggest lesson you've learned in that particular category. I do this with all Let's my go. guests. Let's hear what you have learned in this journey of yours. Okay, are you ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one. Lessons in 60 seconds. Biggest lesson when it comes to friendship. Hmm. Sometimes loyalty is being frank with the truth. Ooh. Family? Family. Chosen family is better than blood family. Ooh. Money? Money comes and goes. Yeah. Art. Art is expression. Mm. The music business? Is crazy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> what have you learned about travel? Be open. Be open, be adventurous. Don't be scared to try new things. Do it all mm. when you have the opportunity to do it, do it. Social media? You 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 don't have to share everything that you think. Okay. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. And the biggest lesson when it comes to love. It's work. Ooh, that is so true. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot of did work. Did I do all the like, everything? You did. It. You did. It's all of them. Well done. <laughs> so when we get serious, that's when yeah. you're like, yeah. Ah, I, I think I am a bit of a serious. Do you, you know maybe. what I'm saying? You just, you, you just got deep. So remember when we played uh, this game and I'd, I'd, I'd played uh, these songs of yours yeah. and I'd match them up, right? Yeah. I actually wanted to play you the version where I had all of them so we can actually confirm your answers. Okay. I mean, your answers were correct, but I just feel like playing this now. Hey. Smashed them all up. <laughs> it's so it's so interesting yeah. hearing like these songs like from di different times yeah. in my life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Where were you in all the different times uh, except for Love of My Life and Icon? Tell me about the other tracks and where you were at. A Broken Heart. Yeah. A Broken Heart is actually crazy because it's about a relationship that I still don't know whether it was a relationship or not. Oh but my in word. my head it was. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In my head it was yes. So you know I was yes. <laughs> I was heartbroken yes. um, What was the other one? Katlela Katlela was there Katlela was a collaboration with Tor Rixon mm. um, That was absolutely just about having fun To okay. be quite honest yeah. It was like I heard this beat And these words came through Let's go mm. <laughs> And no match? <laughs> No match was about the same relationship <laughs> as the one from my broken heart. Listen, this relationship did you dirty. I know, it did me dirty. <laughs> it did you dirty. Look, even thanks. today I still ask myself, what was going on? What there? happened? Was it a situation? <laughs> hey, was it not? But like you said, no, it dragged on for too long to be a situation. Really? Yeah, that's the thing. What do you think it takes to find love at the moment in like this digital space that we're living in in 2023? What do you think it takes to find and keep love? Ish. It's difficult. <laughs> I think it takes up being vulnerable with people. Mm. Like being open to sharing yourself with people. Mm. Like it's something I'm learning. 
um, because I feel like it just makes for better connections yeah. if you are able to be vulnerable with people. Um, but yeah, finding people that are open to that is mm. also hard because you do come across as a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing a little too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, hi, bo, girl, I met you last night. <laughs> Mix plus on five nights. Thank you so much for just being absolutely Thank you incredible. Thank so much for having me. This was so much fun. Thank you. I'm glad you had a good time. Yeah, I did. Tastemakers on five nights with Karabo.